March 25th, 2020. Uh, welcome to the 13th episode of the Personal Dating Assistance Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Violet, aka The Ramblin' Gambler. Um, today we'll be going over a bunch of possible concerns that one might have before, during, after a date. Um, coming from experience, I used to be someone that was afraid of pretty much everything. I used to be afraid of the basement because my brother used to chase me up the stairs making cat noises. I used to be afraid of sticking up for myself on the basketball court because I didn't want an argument to lead to a physical altercation. Um, I used to be afraid of crows uh, because the first time I mowed the lawn, I got attacked by one. Um, But why? Uh, When I say these things out loud, it sounds insane. What's the worst that could have happened? Uh, remember that scene from uh, one of the Hangover movies when they're yelling at Chow about how much of a maniac he was and he replies, did you die? There's something we can learn from that stupid, stupid Chow. He's actually pretty smart. I've heard from members who have signed up for our service and from friends and there are circumstances in my own life back when I was single that there's anxiety that comes attached to getting involved with online dating. And dating in general. So I've conjured up a list of 20 things I could think of. From negative thoughts to irrational fears to dumb questions. I'm trying to help with all of them and try to help ease your mind. Um, now, because there's an infinite amount of directions this podcast episode could go, I decided to group things into two categories. Pre-concerns, excuse me, pre-first date concerns, uh, which will be questions incorporated with everything leading up to the first date with someone. And the second category is first date concerns, which will be questions while being on the date itself. Granted, there could be some overlapping, um, and it's probably common that some of some pre-first date questions might trickle into someone's head on the actual date. And I'm probably missing a bunch of things that should be included. But for the sake of my own sanity, I think it's best for me to stay organized by doing things this way. Uh, So just remember, these will be in the form of questions, and I will try my best to give some type of solution. So first category, pre-first date concerns. Question one. What if nobody matches with me? Now, according to Statista.com, U.S. online dating audience size is estimated to reach 37.5 million in 2023, up from 33.9 million in 2018. You're telling me that there's no matches for you? You're telling me you don't want to sign up for Tinder or Bumble because you don't think there's anybody out there? Now, let's just say you're on for a few weeks and you're getting no matches on Tinder, uh, no replies on on JDate or eHarmony or, or whatever whatever app you're on. Nobody replying, right? You got to ask yourself, are my photos okay? Is my profile okay? Do my messages suck? Maybe that's why you're not getting matches. Not because that there's not someone out there for you, but because you're not doing a great job making yourself presentable. Trust me, there's someone out there for everyone but you want to be presentable. Would you show up to a job interview with a mustard mustard stain on your shirt? Probably not. Question two. Concern number two. Worry number two. 
anything you want. But number two, what if someone recognizes me on the app? And you know what? They probably will. As a basic rule of thumb, I like to go by this. It, I like to do this. All right. So if you see a coworker on a dating app, I always try to go. I always try to. So I'll always take a shot if it's on Tinder. Swipe right. Uh, but if it's on Match or eHarmony, plenty of fish do not. Why? Because if it's Tinder, they'll never know you swiped. Unless, okay, unless they have Tinder gold, they'll know. But you could like them and no harm, no foul. They'll never know. Or if you guys mo- like match, that's great. And then, you know, there's standard procedures and protocol and things you got to be careful about moving forward. But uh, we're just talking about, you know, pulling the trigger with, with someone you know. Um, so, yes on Tinder, no on the ones where you have to like send a message without you could send a message to anybody and if you do stick with that i think that's a good uh foundation and you'll kind of have to use your own uh guidance make the best decisions on your own going from there um worry concern question number three when's a good time to message someone so don't harass don't message at weird hours and you know what i mean any other time is fine there's been studies done that say Sundays between six and nine are best. Um, you know, it's the weekend. They're having a glass of wine. They're home on the couch. It's possible they've been striking out all weekend. Uh, I think, I think Sunday Sunday night is is a good time to do it. Um, if you do message during the day, don't expect some. Don't expect them to message right away. Expect some downtime with replies because they may be working. But don't harass. So when's a good time to message someone for the first time? Sunday nights is the online dating night. I think those are peak hours around 7, 8 o'clock. So um, number four, why is he taking so long to write me back? Because he's probably sleeping with someone. Is that what you want to hear? No. Listen, he's probably not replying because he's busy or he's not interested. If it's days, days go by, move on. Listen, everyone gets busy. I've said this before. But would you be too busy for Brad Pitt or Marissa Tomei? Okay, so I like Marissa Tomei. But my point is, why is he taking so long? Because he's not interested. Or he's actually busy. So go with your gut. Um, but don't be your, your own worst enemy. Don't don't think the worst of the person. Give, give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, should I send him another message if he didn't respond? Yes, um, a follow-up 12 to 24 hours um, is good. If he does respond and you guys pick back up, and there's another situation like that again, you know, where he's where you have to send, or you have to double message, triple message, don't send a follow-up. You don't want to start a pattern of you always being the one chasing him around like a puppy. So if you have to send him another message, um, like a follow-up, I think it's okay to do it in the beginning within a reasonable amount of time, but don't be the one to always keep doing that. That's, that's not healthy. Question six, um, a concern one might have pre-first date. What am I supposed to wear? Black, uh, black, right? Uh, when in doubt, wear black. Everyone looks good in black. You can wear it for most occasions and most places. Uh, it makes you look skinnier. I think I heard that somewhere. Uh, yeah, I heard it on that Netflix show, The Circle. If you haven't checked it out, it's 
It's my guilty pleasure show. But the guy on there says, everybody looks good in black. Question seven, should he pick me up or are we supposed to meet there? Okay, so this is a legitimate question. Um, If I'm the guy, assuming it's two heterosexuals talking, flirting, they're about to go on a date, a guy and a girl, okay? If I'm the guy, I say something like, hey, would you like me to be romantic and pick you up or should we meet there? Most likely they'll want to meet and that's fine. Do not press. I think meeting is good just in case, you know, you get catfish, they suck and you can have an exit strategy. Um, Another benefit of meeting there instead is you two, you pick her up, right? And say you have a date in the city and you're driving uh, and you get stuck in traffic and it's just awkward weirdness in the car and they see a side of you. They're not, maybe they're not ready to see your road rage yet. Yeah, I think meeting for the first date is always is always best. Um, but you might get that person that wants to be picked up like the, the good old days. What if there's no parking? Question eight. Uh, this is one of the craziest things I've heard. Um, one of my friends was going wild before a first date, panicking, and they asked me this. What the hell? What if there's no parking, she said. So... My suggestion is leave early, and I mean super early, to give yourself enough time. Worst case, you sit in your car, you make a phone call with the, with the extra time that you have. You get there early, there is parking, you're just sitting in your car like a dummy, but at least you're not late, driving around the block a million times and feeling nervous. I don't live in the city, so I can't imagine what dating in the city is like. I'm guessing most places are in walking distance or you get dropped off by an Uber. Um... Let's say you do drive and there's nothing, okay? There's no parking. So you're circling the block. Shoot them a text to say you're in the vicinity. Worst case, you're still looking. 20 minutes later, give an update or a call and apologize. I think a phone call works as an icebreaker and you could chat while you're two are in agony talking about how dreadful the situation is. Um, If they're pissed and they leave because you're late and it's not your fault, they suck and you should be thankful. Uh, They would have been terrible to date down the road, so... Think of it as a blessing. Number nine. What if I'm not interested? How can I let them know? I've always loved the idea of texting the next day and saying that you've had a change of heart. You're not over your ex yet. You're just not ready to date. There's nothing they could say that could trump that. Their feelings don't get hurt with this tactic. How can they? You're not saying you're not attracted to them or they suck or I'm just not feeling the fact that you don't have a job. You're just saying that you're not ready to get back out there, which is respectful and honest. Well, not honest, but they don't know that. Um, and the last question in this category, everything leading up to the first date is, am I never going to find a date for the wedding? So let's just say you're getting to, starting to get discouraged. You've been on a bunch of bad dates. Deadline's coming up. You have, you have a wedding next month. Uh, and you're starting to turn into negative Nancy. Well, you're not going to find a date with that attitude. But you know what? That's okay. There's a lot of single people that go to weddings. With the right dance moves, playing it cool, not forcing anything, something might fall right into your lap. It's like... It's like people are ashamed to be single. Um, why? It's it's the best time to do whatever you want. Discovering so much about yourself. No obligations. It's great. I say that if you're about to go to a wedding alone, it's more than fine. 
So there's so much pressure. Oh my gosh, I need a date. I need a date so bad. I need someone to bring to my wedding for Instagram, for photos. It's, you're, you're killing yourself, putting so much pressure. It just, it's okay to not have someone by your side for a little while. Or in general, some people choose to be single their entire lives and that's cool too. All right, so moving on to the next category, first date concerns. Now these are all the things that are most likely going to be affiliated with being on the date themselves. You know, you're talking, having a drink with this person, uh, they're telling you a story, but you zone out, you're not even tuned in because you're worried about this one particular thing or 10, these 10 things, okay? And these are just examples that I thought of on my own, or uh, they're not, there are probably more, or they might be nothing, but here's my list. How can I tell them that I have children? Okay, this along with any other bombs you're thinking about dropping should definitely be revealed at some point. I think you should mention it on your match profile whether ask about offspring, uh, don't lie. Uh, same with smoking, height. If you're nine feet tall, your date should know. If they hate kids and you have them, you know, they should know. Now, it may not be best, it may be best to not necessarily mention whatever your concern is on a first date if he or she is currently neutral on the topic, but a simple text the next day with, uh, hey, there's something I want to mention, and then hit him with that. So to sum up, rip the bandaid off within a few days of the first date. Number two, am I talking about myself too much? So are you the type that's paranoid about everything? Well, keep that in mind when going back and forth, okay? If you're on this date, um, if you're naturally, if you're talking naturally in a conversation, this question doesn't come up, you're probably fine, carry on. But if it, if it does go in the back of your head, that might be that little voice in your head saying that maybe I should tone it down a little bit. If you are worried about this one, there's a chance you may need to tone it down uh, uh, just a bit. I always like to have a good balance in conversation. Not too many questions, not too many answers, long sentences, short sentences, long paragraphs, equal amount of talking about myself and her and everything else. Balance. Now down the road, these meta games will start to go away. But in the beginning, I think a first date can be kind of like walking on a minefield. Over time, I think the, you two will establish a good, uh, you'll find yourself a good dancing partner in a sense where you're not going to really have to think about these stupid things. But I think on a first date with the first impressions are so darn important. Um, I'd say there's a, there's a small, you have to be careful uh, a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think it's important. You don't want to be a dirtbag talking about yourself the entire time or talking about her the entire time and revealing nothing about yourself, which is kind of sketchy. Uh, yeah, so balance. Question three, am I considered promiscuous if I've gone on three dates already this week and it's Thursday? Now, are we talking about sleeping with people or are we talking about going on dates? There's a difference, but stop. No, stop. I've always hated this thing where men are glorified players if they've been with a bunch of women this week, but women are called, pardon my French, S-L-U-T-S. If you're going out on dates, if you like going out on dates, do it. 
I, there was a time when I would go on a date almost every day of the week, sometimes even twice in a day, three times in a day. That being said, I don't think you should go on a date just to go on one. If you're going to, if you're going super often and starting to become monotonous and less fun, you're just going through the motions. No, it's taking away, you're doing it wrong. Dates are a great way to meet some of the best people you'll ever come across in your life. And I think it's just important to be present. So to answer the question, are you considered to be promiscuous? Have you gone out on three dates this week already? No, relax. I think it's okay, normal and healthy. Number four, are they going to be mad if I check my phone? On a date, I like to keep my phone on silent and in my pocket. Face down on the table looks sketchy. Face up, well, what if... Pat or Patty texts you four times in a row. The date doesn't know who this Pat is. It could be a guy or a girl. You could always give them a heads up. You may have to check your phone on the beginning of the date too. Um, they shouldn't get mad. But I will say, a girl once was on her phone for most of a first date. And I texted her, pay more attention to me. Kind of a dick move, but she loved it. I could see how this could backfire, but this time it, it uh, worked out. Um, are they going to be mad if you check your phone? So yeah, probably if you're on it a lot. Just don't be on it a lot. Instagram could wait. Number five, what if I am gassy? Uh, never do it on a first date on purpose. Excuse yourself and do it privately. Um, people know when it's on purpose, when you lift your leg up or something. Don't be gross. That same goes, I think, for, for burping too. Um, ironically, the more you think about it, the more your stomach will get upset from the nerves, you know? Um, but if you do it by accident, it could be it could work out in your favor as an icebreaker. Who knows? They might say they've been holding it in um, the entire time and then glad you broke, you did it first. I think someone wrote an email about that uh, a couple episodes ago, which I already discussed. Um, number six, is he going to be grossed out if I eat everything on the plate? No way. I think this, this trend is starting to go away where... Uh, you see these people nowadays on, on on social media talking about, I love pizza. Girls say that all the time. I love pizza and nachos and tacos. So it's like food is starting to become a good thing. There's no like food shaming, fat shaming so much anymore as there used to be. Um, if anything, he's going to love it. Uh, if you're using your hands and picking up peas and carrots with them, you know, that could be a problem if you're being a slob. But if you could keep up and eat an entire Jersey Mike's grinder, I think you're in good shape. I think most men, a majority, most people, excuse me, most people will uh, enjoy this. I don't want to say most men. I, I, I'm, I'm so used to, I know I should be talking about for homosexuals and heterosexual and treating everything the same. I'm just using as a basic template, a heterosexual male and a heterosexual female for all of these examples. Number seven, did he just check out that waitress? He probably did, and that's okay. Like, let me explain. So if he broke his neck, that's a problem. That's kind of disrespectful. But a quick glimpse because of muscle memory, and he's been doing it for years and years, that should be fine. The two of you aren't dating, are you? No, it's a first date. It's a second date. It's fine. You're telling me he wouldn't check out David you're telling me you wouldn't check out David Beckham if as he dropped off your appetizer you would question eight who pays the bill all right check this out for a solution say this 
Hey, I should get going, so let's ask for a tab. I've had a trick for, I've had a terrific time, and I'd like to treat, but it'd be I'd be more than happy with splitting it if you're comfortable with that. So again, hey, I've I've got to get going, so let's ask for our tab. I've had a terrific time, and I'd love to treat, but I'd be more than happy with splitting it if you're comfortable comfortable with that. You know what's better than that? It's polite and it gives options. Um, people like options. No way should ever. No way someone should ever just grab the t- grab the bill and just say I got it without any room for discussion, especially in today's times. Uh, I believe in chivalry. I I'm kind of come from an old school mentality. Um, but I think I think nowadays people like having the the option for sure to split. Um, number nine. This is a big one. Are we supposed to kiss at the end? Go with this. I'm sorry. I don't kiss on a first date as you give a hug. Um, but I'll shoot you a text as soon as I make it home safely. Take the move away from them. Will you text me when you get home safely? Is a common is a common way to kind of end a date. Ugh, I, I hate this because it puts them on the spot. And what if they don't want to? You know, I feel like they're texting you because they're obligated because of some contract. So instead you do it. Not kissing gives you a better reputation. It's respectful and it ends the whole possibility of awkwardness right then and there with a weird hug, the weird kiss. Should we, should we not? He or she won't have to worry and they, they won't try to make a weird move. Um, so nip it in the bud right then and there. Um, uh, some buildup is good, you know, it's, you might do it on the second date or third date, but I tend to, if you could see yourself having a future with this person, and it's not so much all about, you know, short-term dating, you know, it's implied that it's a one night stand between the two of you consensually. I'd say, uh, I think it's a good move to not kiss on the first date. Last one, number 10, what if he ghosts me? good for you you found out he sucks ahead of time it's better that he did it super soon than a year from now and you wasted your time so if you're worried about toward in the middle of the date or toward the end of the date you're like oh my god i want to see this guy again but what if i don't hear from him again and then you start acting so strange because you're overcompensating and you're like smothering them that's not good just take it easy if they want to talk to you they'll talk to you and that's okay so to sum up there's probably going to be all these crazy questions, all these, all this worrying from pre-date to post-date moving forward. But butterflies and a little anxiety is good, I, I think. If you're nervous to meet them, it means you like them. If it's starting to ruin your day and you're obsessed, knock it off. At the end of the day, I think if it doesn't work out, it's fine. Remember those stats from a few minutes ago about all those people out there online online dating affiliated with all those apps out there go get yourself one of them and i forgot to mention um just a little bit about our service personaldatingassistance.com is a website designed to help people with their online dating experience online dating is more popular now than it's ever been therefore there's no better time than now to want to head the edge over the competition that's where we come in Personal dating assistance will help you get that date by making sure the world sees the very best version of yourself. Your monthly subscription allows us to take over your online dating profile. We will write your bio. 
We will help you message those who we think you would like us to target. All of this is based on a personality deep dive. The personality deep dive is an interview where we learn about you and can help bring out your most attractive qualities. Also, for no extra cost, we're available for coaching, consultation, and we even give you a photographer referrals. We're here to help find dates for the person that has those 100-hour work weeks and just does not have time to send out all those incessant messages or for the one that doesn't really have a grasp on what works for online for to find a date. Excuse me. This podcast will feature a different analysis each week, although we're starting to see that I'm branching out in other directions. But for the most part, this podcast will feature different analysis each week taken from actual online conversations from the archives of members who have signed up for our service. Of course, for the sake of privacy, the real names will never be disclosed, so I'll be switching everything to Tom and to Julia. I'll be discussing strategy on how to open a conversation, how to keep them hooked, how to avoid the mistakes that other people make, and how to close a conversation and earn yourself a phone number. All this will be based on a bunch of different factors, such as momentum of the conversation itself, the type of person you're chatting with, the time of day, etc., for those of you with any questions, comments, or concerns, and you want me to help you out, please write me at m.violet at personaldatingassistance.com. That's M as in Matthew, dot V as in Victor, I as in Igloo, O as in Octopus, L as in Lilac, E as in Elephant, T as in Thomas, T as in Thomas, E as in Elephant at personaldatingassistance.com. Assistance, that's A dot S, excuse me, A-S-S-I-S-T-A-N-T-S. Uh, also, please check out our website for a full list of our services, rates, testimonials, articles, a list of our team, their bios, and much, much more. That's www.personaldatingassistance.com. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, just a reminder, stop worrying. Stop. Just take it easy. Relax. Your date will be thankful that you're that you're easygoing. Um, but those questions you have are they're natural they're common just don't let them get the best of you tune in next time brand new episode brand new analysis uh this week we didn't do an email i'm running short on time but um maybe next week i'll do two emails uh for tonight's today's lack thereof thank you all very much signing off this is matthew violet the rambling gambler hope you have a great week stay safe Bye bye